0: every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: This episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head on over to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Go go be, go
0: be, go it's a moment be, in a game that kids go dream go about go go as they're growing go up, go
1: go learning the game of basketball. Fight! Fight. What's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast presented by betonline.ag and balance7.com. I'm Yo Legazo I'm joined by my brother John Webb Legazzo, McKay Westbrook, and we also have a couple of guests on the show today to help us out here to, on our uh, player preview for Kent Bazemore. So we'd like to welcome uh, Cyrus Zatzas and Mark Haynes, uh, who both cover the Golden State Warriors. So, guys, welcome to the show. hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, man. So, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Um, Cyrus, you, uh, you you host a podcast, right?
2: Yeah, I, I host the podcast. It's called. Um, actually, it's, it's it's there's two podcasts, but I Dope. host them with uh, Hall of Famer Rick Barry. I mean, he's the host of go. the show. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so you know, we we so on Twitter, our our, our uh, Twitter handle is Warriors Twenty Four Pod because. We started off as as Warriors twenty four, and then now we got a little network going. So we got the Rick Barry Show, and then Warriors twenty four seven, and uh, yeah, so that's that's what I do nowadays in the media game. And and Mark it's nice to meet you too, man. I've seen you on Twitter posting about the Warriors, so it's good to talk to you.
0: Hey, same to you, Cyrus.
1: Man, it's a pleasure. Yeah. So so Mark, you're you're at uh, you're at Clutch, right? Clutch Points.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm at uh, Clutch Points, and uh, I'm going into my uh, this. this This is like my second rookie season in covering the Warriors. I started midway uh, (laughs) last year in the Zoom era. And, um, you know, this would be my first season in the building uh, full time. So, um, yeah, I have a couple of podcasts that I do year one where I talk to uh, NBA players about their rookie season. And, um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to be here.
1: Awesome, man. We 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 appreciate you both hopping on the show with us, um, um, and uh, yeah, looking forward to this discussion about Kent Bazemore. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, bef- before we get there, though, um, you know, I, I haven't really been paying attention to the Warriors, uh, this off season, um, just because I don't know, I'm I've been busy, on obviously, like, um, but um, so so how are the Warriors looking uh, from both of your perspectives?
0: In my opinion, I think the Warriors are looking really good, especially when you look at the names uh, of who's on the roster. The problem with that is we don't know how healthy these guys are going to be. We got Clay Thompson, who's been out the last two years. Um, Wiseman is coming off coming off an injury that he took had late late in the season last year, and you added a guy like you know Otto Porter, who could be a really real. He could really be a steal, yeah, if he's healthy. That's the biggest issue. He played mm-hmm. like, four, 44 games in the last two, three years, some something crazy like that. So I think the Golden State Warriors could be a really good team. It just really depends on health.
2: Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I agree with Mark in terms of the health thing, that if all the pieces come together in terms of everyone being healthy, the sky's the limit, right? But it's right, a huge right. if. And then um, – so I grew up a huge Warriors fan, but I, to me there's a huge difference between being a Warriors – fan and a Warriors cheerleader. And that's no no diss towards you, Mark. I'm speaking more towards just like Dub Nation and a lot of mm-hmm. like ridiculous fans out there who just are exhibiting and exuding all this optimism and positivity about this offseason. Whereas I'm seeing this team, and this is the first time I've ever questioned Bob Myers in terms of his decision-making. Um, I, I don't like that Joe Lacob and Gruber have decided to go cheap because I've never seen a, a team win a championship when they're penny pitching at the same time. I mean, just the fact that they're sitting on that MLE, either be transparent and tell us, you know, like you're going to use it at some point that you have some, unless you just can't tell us that, in which case you're, you know, you're a genius and, and you're just not telling us the whole picture. But Paul Millsap was out there and multiple reports stated that he would have come to the Warriors if they simply offered the, the mid-level exception and they wouldn't do that. And you look at this roster and they got no size. They have no size. Like, like Wiseman is the only big man on this team. I know Bialika, Bealeka. I, I I always butcher his name. I mean, I know he's <laughs> tall, but he's also. I mean, I mean, there's a reason why he was available for the vet minimum, you know. And that's it. So I, I'm never. You look at like the Lakers, for example. You guys, it once again are a huge team, you know. I mean, you dominate other teams all the time, night in, night out, on the boards and with low post scoring. The Warriors are not gonna do that. I mean, Wiseman is not even gonna be ready to play at the start of the season. So Kevon Looney's your starting center again. The dude is like six eight, six nine. Um, your power forwards Draymond Green, who's six six with shoes on. So where you know, so like they're just way too small for me. Like, I don't and Rick and I have talked about this a lot. Like, like again, if all the pieces come together and if everyone's actually healthy and Andre Iguodala... like finds a fountain of youth, and Otto Porter is healthy, which, by the way, and I agree with you, Mark, steal of the offseason if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just so many ifs, you know? And I just don't like that, and I just don't like this, the fact that the team is still small. Now, Marcus All, you guys traded away today. He's going to be bought out by the Grizzlies. If the Warriors sign him, I'll feel a lot better about things. But right now, they're a small team, and you guys, I think, would school us.
3: Yeah, man, I I, I kind of was thinking about your your team as well, and uh, they're... they're there's a lot of uh, young pieces, definitely a lot mm-hmm. of young pieces uh, in your team, and uh, mm-hmm. what gets me excited is maybe having you know Clay Thompson back. Um, mm-hmm. I think having Clay Thompson and obviously Steph uh, in the mix there is is going to be a big big deal, a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know Jonathan Kaminga, um, I'm I'm super hyped about him. I don't know I don't know why but i'm like super hyped about no, me too. I, I,
2: I think all of domination is man i mean i mean i'm not hating on the draft picks man that was to me like they scored with that but they're not going to you're not going to win now with them you know like like mm-hmm. uh, like Kaminga might contribute right, right away to a certain right. degree but i mean we all know this man rookies just don't make a huge impact like especially when you're trying to win a championship and i mean in year 2 and 3 yeah that's a whole different story but um I, I I just I mean look I know I sound like a total pessimist but I really thought the Warriors could have done more to construct a better team if they're trying to win now you know they're they're following the Spurs model but the Spurs were like championship contenders year in year out mm-hmm. and the Warriors are, are possibly going on year 3 of like you know barely being relevant I mean Steph Curry's the only reason why people even talk about them you know um yeah so sorry you're going to be a hater dub nation I just I just <laughs> I, I I feel like they could do so much more that's all
0: Kaminga Kaminga is going to be really good. And, and, but like you say, he's a future, you know, he is a pick for the future. It's not rookies are not guys that you bring on right now, you Mm -hmm. know, and expect them to win you a championship. You know, who knows how long he's going to play. I mean, how much he's going to play this season, but you know, hopefully if he's able to give you productive minutes, it's a win, but you're not really expecting him to carry you, you know, through a, through a postseason run. Mm And yeah, you know, Mm. it's, I feel like the Warriors are in a, you know, a, just a strange situation with 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 the injuries and like the lack of production they had in the offseason as far as free agency, because you just don't know, you know, what you had if the guys were healthy, you know, like mm-hmm. last the last team could have been decent. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if I, when I say they're going to be good, I don't, I, I'm not saying championship, but compared to, you know, these guys been out the playoffs like they they've been horrible. You know, they, they, <laughs> you know, I, I don't see that, you know, coming this year as long as their health.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: Well,
1: man, I I mean, roster construction, I think I think every team every team has a pessimistic view about how rosters are constructed every offseason. Even the Lakers who've, you know, in our own opinion, like we've we've in, we've we've you know, loved everything that they've done and what uh, Rob Polinka has done, but there are obviously concerns. There are obviously question marks in everything that uh, that's done. Um, There's uh, still spacing issues, right. Um, That people are are talking about um, even though we've signed shooters and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, but you know, I, While well, well, I appreciate the, the the conversation on the on the, uh, the the Warriors, uh, because that kind of gives me a glimpse of sort of what to expect from the team as we we face them what four times this year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, instead of the three from last year, a full a full year now. Um, mm-hmm. I do now uh, kind of want to segue to Kent Bazemore. But uh, before we do that, why don't we go ahead and take a a quick break. And when we come back, we will uh, get onto that. We'll talk about his performance with the Warriors. And then also just talk about um, how he fits his role with uh, the Lakers squad. So um, we'll kind of talk about all of that uh, in, in the next segment. So stay tuned and we'll talk to you guys soon. So I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. Apparently he's going to try out for Pau Gasol's team. He's been taking a new product he owes credit to, that's Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH-balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. Just take one ounce three times a day, and in a week you'll see the effects. And right now, if you go to Balance7.com and use promo code BLEAV, BLEAV, you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts about 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH-balancing drink go to work. Again, that's Balance7.com and use promo code believe at checkout. If it worked for him, it can work for you too welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast I'm here with John Webb McKay Cyrus and Mark Um, and yeah we're gonna go talk about uh, Kent Baysmore now we're gonna do his uh, preview and um, first off let's go talk about how um, he sort of performed last year with, with the warriors. And that's why we brought Cyrus here and and Mark here along and to help us understand how he sort of did from, um, from, you know, people who've who covered the Warriors last year,
0: go for Mark, please. Oh, okay. Well, my, my first impression on Kent Bazemore he's a, he's a great locker room guy, you know, and that, and being, but with the Lakers being so, uh, so much, uh, So mature. I'll say that. I ain't gonna call nobody old, but so mature (laughs) that um, it's not necessarily (laughs) it's not necessarily needed over there. But why not? It's the more Mm. the merrier. And then uh, as as far as what you're getting from him on the court and what what the Warriors did, um, he he, I think he's kind of surprised some people with his shooting. You know, he shot shot the three at, um, you know, just above 40 percent last year. And he was, he was pretty knocked down whenever he got, you know, open shots. And he's a, he's a you know, he's a wiry player. You know, he's going to get after it on defense. He, he, he's going to draw foul or, or you know, uh, foul, make fouls, commit fouls. And um, But he's just a solid player. He's one of those guys you probably don't want to play against, but you love to have him on your team. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, like I said, he, he's such, for the Warriors, he, in my opinion, he is a really good locker guy. Um, when things were going bad, you know, he took a lot of the, a lot of the tough interviews and answered tough questions with a smile. And, you know, he, he he's just a, a good dude to have on the team.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. Um, first of all, I was really surprised that the Warriors apparently offered him the mid-level exception um i agree with mark 100 percent that he as, as a team chemistry guy he was fantastic like like steph loved him and um you know he clearly didn't cause any issues but one night he'll light it up and you'll love him and then the next mm. night he'll just stink up the joint and you know so he never really had the consistency to like put a lot of faith in him as one of your key scorers um but war I mean, look, and again, this is I don't know if this is testament to Bob Myers starting to just lose marbles or he's like the secret genius. And we haven't seen the whole plan yet. But look, Mar- Myers loved him. I mean, he I mean, they offered him more years, more money, and he chose the Lakers. Um, I'll say this. I'll say this about Kent Baysmore. Like, I I'm I don't know anyone was really that bummed that we lost him. Um, like, it's not like, it's not like heads were hanging down and we're, you know, the world was over and this is a horrible off season. It was just one of those things where, okay, we lost Ken Baysmore, who we're going to replace him with. And, and that was it. Um, and I think shortly after they lost them, Otto Porter, Porter Jr. signed. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, look, I, like your team and my team we're, were, we have a huge rivalry. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw some, some shade on your end and I'll say, uh, <laughs> Mr. All right, Mr. All a right. really, was a really kind way of putting things for your, for your, uh, your grandpa team. And, uh, I, I like, hey, and, hey. and Ken Baysmore is not a guy I'd be excited about. So that's, I'll leave it at that.
1: Go yeah, ahead, McKay. We, we're,
2: we, we might be a little, old, um, but Hey, our, we, we've shown that our
4: players they're, they're like Kobe. They age like fine wine, you know, <laughs> he was called Vino, you know, for a reason. Uh, you have to pull the Kobe card. Yeah, uh, that's right. Always got to do it. Always got to do it. Oh. Um, you know, the people who come over to to Laker Nation, they do for a reason. Um, <laughs> don't forget that at the beginning of Kent uh, Bazemore's career, uh, he actually came over to the Lakers from Golden State, where yeah. he had a very small role. He wasn't really contributing much. And then, uh, going to the Lakers is where he really got his big break and he came out as an actual contributor and went on mm-hmm. to um, have a, a fairly significant role on um, a lot of teams out there. Um, so yeah. the, the thing that that gets me excited about him is, I mean, first of all, I remember when he first came to the Lakers and how impressive he was, how impressed, how impressed I was, by him and his level of, uh, play being such a young player in that time. Um, but I think he's really one of those, uh, players that's like, you know, put me in coach, like I'll go and do it. Uh, and you know, he's, he's, uh, also going to be hungry. One of the things that I have noticed about some of these older players that we've gotten, like DeAndre Jordan, um, Carmelo Anthony, Kent Bazemore—you know—they want to get a championship. Some of these guys haven't won a ring yet. They're getting later on into their careers, and they know that they got to make something happen now if they ever want to win a championship. So you see these guys—they're out there in the gym, they're working hard, um, they're putting it all on the floor, and and they're ready to give it all. They've they've got the experience, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Kent Bazemore shot pretty well from the field last year and he didn't have to have the ball in his hands a ton he only was uh putting up like three attempts a game and he was able to uh to score pretty well so i i think that's a testament to his aging like fine wine and uh <laughs> you know i i that's what i'd like to think of this lakers team um but i mean if you look at our roster in general and and the players that we picked up it's I mean, I feel like it's been power move after power move. Like the Lakers showing that that they're the alphas and mm. Hey, I, I know, uh, you know, sometimes it hurts a little bit to get to, to have some rejection, but you know, I think uh, Kent Bazemore saw the writing on the wall. He, he saw what the Lakers <laughs> are going to be this season. And, uh-huh. you know, he, he made his decision <laughs> on, on the team. I think, you know, I have the best <laughs> shot to, to win um, the championship. I mean, I, could. Hey, I'll i throw this out there for, for Golden State. I I really love Steph Curry. I love Klay um, Thompson. I think they're phenomenal players. I think when they're healthy, that they absolutely have the chance to come up and surprise anybody in the league and win a championship. But like you guys said, you got that big if this year, the big question mark with them being injured, you know, but mm-hmm. if, if anything, you guys have a real chance to win that the wheelchair league this year, you know. Um, but
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: I, 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 I love the Kent Baysmore acquisition, I actually really like it, and I think he's gonna be a good spark off the bench for us.
0: And you guys know, one another thing about uh Kent Baysmore that I know is last year, uh, towards the end of the year, you know, he rel- night. Right throughout the whole year, actually, he religiously, you know, said Steph Curry was the best player in the world. Uh-huh. Damn, well, I, I, I can't wait to see his first interview to where they asked the question about LeBron. Like <laughs> is, now, now that now that he's a Laker, is he is is LeBron the best now? Do it do it do his opinion matter just because of who what team he's on?
1: I'm also absolutely. curious about that. I'm also absolutely. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, like all kidding aside, man, you guys are the clear-cut favorites in the West and and if LeBron if you guys if Anthony Davis didn't get hurt, you would have beaten the Suns. And who knows what would have happened last year. Um you know, so I, here's my honest prediction, dude. I'm I'm baffled you guys offered Kent Baysmore because you didn't offer him the bed men, right? You gave him a little more money than that. I'm just a little surprised that both teams were willing to offer him the extra cash because my prediction is a if Anthony Davis stays healthy and your team stays healthy and everyone's playing and all that, you guys are the favorites to at least come out of the West and then to see you in the Nets, right? That's what everyone's pretty much thinking. Um, but I honestly will predict this. I really believe this is that Kent Bazemore will be like the Jared Dudley on your team. He's never going to play. Uh, I just because I, I look at your roster really from one, from one to fourteen, and I just I see way too many other players better than mm. him. I'm, I guess I'm just like a little surprised that it was really early in the off season. So, so, I mean, and the Lakers did so much more after that, but I really believe when I look at your roster that he's not going to play much. I, re- I just don't think so. And I guess I'm just surprised that both the teams offered him more mm-hmm. than the bed men. I mean, I, like, I don't, I don't see what they're seeing in Kent Baysmore, you know I mean? He's a great raw, raw guy and he'll have his nights here and there, but I just, I don't get it, man. He had his moment when he was, I think the Hawks is the team that offered him the, the big money. And so he can right. accept all these smaller deals now, but I, I don't. Yeah, that's just my prediction. My prediction is like Kent Bazemore is going to be someone who is going to be a great chemistry guy for you got chemistry guy. But unless like your roster is just riddled with injuries and he has to play, dude, he's going to be like the 11th or 12th guy off your bench. I, I I really believe that. I mean, you know better than I do, but I've, I've seen that roster and I've seen everyone you added and there's a lot more talent than him on your roster. I mean, am I wrong about that? I mean, what do you I mean, what do you guys think?
3: So here's the thing. I mean, you guys have, uh, have uh, mentioned chemistry and offense, but I think his true value is the defensive end for us. Mm. This is going to be his bread on this Lakers team. And it's going to be what will compel Polinka to double down on him come next offseason on resigning him. Mm. We obviously, you know, the Lakers obviously lost our best point of attack defender in Alex Caruso. And I feel that need has somewhat been addressed with the addition of Kent Basemore. Uh, Again, you know, defense is is a big deal for us, for our head coach, and uh, you know, this is where Bays is going to excel for us. He's six four. Um, I think one of you guys said about like two hundred pounds. You know, bigger, bigger kind of wing, um, mm-hmm. but he's got that reach to defend one mm-hmm. through three, maybe even some of the smaller fours. Maybe you know, maybe not Kaminga anymore, but because you you guys said <laughs> he's, he's huge now. But you know, so, some of those smaller uh, forwards. And that's, what's going to be, uh, his role in the, in this team for, for me,
1: for me, I think, I think there's, there's two places where, uh, he'll sort of excel with, with the Lakers just because of the roster construction. Uh, first off, I want to piggyback off of John Webb and talk about his, his defense. Uh, um, so according to B-ball index, right, this is one of the stats here, um, he um uh, he, according to B-Bot index he was he was one of the best point of attack defenders last year. He hmm. was up there next to Ben Simmons and Alex Caruso actually in yeah, the, top, in the point of attack. 10. Right, right. Um and and like according to those stats like it was better for for the Warriors to be uh, f- for him to be on the court, than not uh, in terms of defense, just according to to B ball index. Um, so I mean, you can take that for what it's worth. But I think that he will. I think he will. I think he'll kind of thrive, honestly, with with Vogel. And and I think like John Webbs was saying that um, Vogel likes those types of guys on his team. Mm-hmm. Um, who understands defenses, who can, who can defend like, like that. Um, and the second part is obviously his shooting, right? You guys, uh, Mark, you mentioned his 40% shooting from last year in terms of roster construction or, you know, when you, when you look at ro- our roster, right? And you have guys like LeBron James and, and Russell Westbrook and Rajon Rondo who could, who can, um, penetrate to the rim and then kick it out. Right, while mm-hmm. the defense is collapsing on them, there's going to be someone open at the corner, someone open at the elbow, and that could be Kent Bazemore. And if he's shooting 40 percent at the clip, then that's money, right? So that's that's right. um, that's what I see. But you you said Cyrus that he might not even get any minutes. He might well, well here's why, well, man.
2: Because I'm looking at your roster right now. I think Carmelo Anthony is going to get more minutes than him. I think uh, he might he might. I think Wayne Ellington's going to get more minutes than him. I think Talon Horton-Tucker's going to get more minutes than him. I think Wesley Matthews is going to get more minutes than him. I think Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, Rondo. I mean, so like I those are all players that I think will be having a bigger impact and playing more. I just don't see where Kent Basemore fits in, you know what I'm saying outside of like being a raw raw like go team guy, guy. I don't know. I don't know. That's just what I see from your roster. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, man. You guys are the experts in the Lakers, but that's, that's just, you know, when I see this roster, I just don't see where he fits. I, you know, I don't know. Like, like, am I wrong? Maybe I am. I don't know. But when I no, it's I look it's, at it the same.
0: I look at it the same way as far as like from a talent perspective. But when it yeah, I, the way he he'll earn his minutes. Obviously, defense is his thing, but it's that shooting. I think it, like you got Mellow. Mellow's gonna play. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, for sure. It,
0: the other guys, you know, when it come to Taylor Orton, THT, and, and Bays, and Monk. And, and Wayne Ellington, I think all those guys minutes are going to be dependent upon how well they're shooting the ball. So I think it's going to be a, sh- a three point shooting contest between those guys on who's on the floor and who's not because, mm-hmm. but who's better? You know, I, I agree with you, you know, hundred percent.
4: Hey, and it, it's one of those things. Sometimes you look at, uh, maybe the raw shooting stats and, uh, things like that, and you, you try to determine uh who who the better shooter is going to be and and throw them on the floor but i mean we really have i i feel like with our system uh like Johan and said we really prioritize that defensive ability and you look at somebody like um alex caruso who we brought mm-hmm. up through the g league you know he was um a player that nobody expected to to get minutes but because mm-hmm. he had that defensive proficiency. And he didn't have a great scoring ability. Sure, last year he he went and he lit it up from three, but um, he was one of those players that uh, nobody expected him to really get get a ton of minutes. But when you're a good two way player, or at least a, de- a decent two way player, um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's high priority for the Lakers. Um, our our defense is what has helped us to to win. Um, the, the championship a couple years ago. And, uh, I, you know, I disagree a little bit. I, I think he'll probably get more minutes than, um, I would think probably than Wayne Ellington. Uh, you might be right about Carmelo Anthony. He, he might not get as many minutes. We'll, we'll see. That's, that's kind of a toss up for me. Um, but, uh, probably not as much as somebody like THT, but, Uh, I could see him going out there and and earning the minutes. That's the other thing. If he goes out there and he really puts it on the floor, he's going to earn those minutes. Same thing with Rondo. You know, he, he came off and he was playoff Rondo. He earned his minutes and he became an integral part of our, of our team a couple of years ago, even though (laughs) everybody else was giving him crap, you know, the the rest of the season and saying that he was washed up and old and everything. Um, But I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll see. Time will tell. Um, He's, Uh, he's not really that old. He's 32. He's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, still not, not too far away from, from his prime, whatever uh, that really was. But um, I I'm excited for him just because I remember what he did last time. And, and I feel like he's been a decent contributor in the league since.
1: One, One of the things that I am sort of when I look at the Warriors season last year, right. Um, for the last, uh, uh the final seventeen games, um, he was he was starting, right? He he yeah. replaced uh, Ubre, um, and well, the Ubre was hurt. I mean, oh, he was hurt. Sure, when sure. Ubre
2: came back, baseball kept the starting spot though. So yeah, I mean, you're not wrong,
1: right? But right, that's what led to that. And he won the the warriors, obviously they were they were trying to push to be in the playing tournament, but they won thirteen out of the the seventeen games, which mm-hmm. helped them obviously get into the playing tournament. Sure. Um, so you know that's that's pretty that's pretty encouraging. Um, and with that sort of experience, I, I don't know if if um, if he'll be left uh, on the bench uh, on uh, you know, behind. Uh, the younger guys, because just, just I, th- I think Vogel values experience. Vogel values mm-hmm. defense, and you know that might that might trump um, any of what the other guys can could could offer. But you know who who knows? My, maybe Cyrus Mark, you might be you might be right that he he, he might just be the Jared Dudley. Uh, but I <laughs> but I was I, I was thinking that would be Rondo. But um, which isn't but, bad.
3: It's not a bad thing either, yeah, right? You want a title <laughs> with them.
0: And <laughs> hey, my my this might be an unpopular opinion here, but I I think with getting Kent Bazemore, I actually think that's an upgrade from Caruso.
2: Agreed. Whoa. All
1: right. I think okay, I'm, okay, I'm okay. cutting off. I'm cutting that <laughs> yeah. off. That, that's Is that we're are we, done? we out. You're, you're offending people. You're offending
2: people.
1: <laughs> All right. The end. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting kicked off. No. We actually do have to end. So yeah. but but I really do appreciate uh you guys mark cyrus i really appreciate you guys hopping on the show yeah um if you can uh really quick put a plug in on where they can find you like your twitter handle and then we'll we'll
0: we'll end the show from there yeah mark all right important. you can you can find me on twitter at mark NBA and instagram mark Haines 33.
2: yeah and uh and and my twitter account is a Ad uh, dog surf roadshow it's a weird name i love dogs i love awesome. surfing and i love traveling so and uh, and it's funny. I used to host a podcast like years ago that was called The Dog and Surfer Roadshow right. on a on Yahoo <laughs> Sports back when they like were more relevant than they are now. And and uh, and the show got canceled, but the account was verified. And I was like, well, I'm going to take the verified account over my own account. So that's just that's my Twitter account now. Is Dog Surfer Roadshow? <laughs>
0: nice. The-
1: that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. All right, guys. Again, uh, appreciate you guys hopping on the show, John Webb McKay as well, uh, guys. Um, that does it for us today. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcast, subscribe, and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers. And we'll talk to you guys <laughs> next time. Thank
2: you, <laughs> the admiral refrigerator
3: the door is closed the lights out butter's getting hard the eggs are cooling and the jello is jiggling
0: thank you for listening to believe